98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Bigley and Murata. Social studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Oh, it's that time of the morning where we dive into Twitter. At Bickley underscore Murata. Sarah helps, helps us do it. We call it social studies. And here it is for your listening pleasure. Here it is. Let's dive in. We are on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. I, I see that we've picked up quite a few new followers recently. So thank you to all of you who, who listen and follow along even when we are not on the air. Again, at Bickley underscore Murata. Let's start off with the Cardinals and the Rams, of course, looking ahead to Sunday at State Farm Stadium. And uh, we've talked about it all week, even before the season started. This is going to be a challenge, although the Rams maybe will not be as much of a challenge uh, on their end as we thought before the season started. So open-ended question to start off. The Cardinals will beat the Rams on Sunday if blank. I'm going to avoid the obvious joke. Don't do it. If the offense scores 30 points. To me, uh, it it again goes back to a, a, a solid, if not dominant start to this game. Um, the, the beginnings of, of weeks one and two have been unacceptable results when you allow 75-yard touchdown drives on every defensive possession to start a game. After you've deferred, I mean, they played from a hole both times. One time they got away with it. Uh, they they got to get off to a better start. Get the Rams off the field on their first possession. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, It's not that easy, but I'd like to see it happen. Yes, absolutely. RB says the Cardinals will beat the Rams if they play the whole game like they did the second half of last week's game against the Raiders. Cody says if Kyler can carry the team again. Kemi says uh, he has actually a, a few pointers. The Cardinals will beat the Rams if Kyler gets the ball out quickly, if they can run the ball proficiently, and if the pass catchers catch their passes. The defense also needs to manufacture pressure uh, by the rush or good coverage. Uh, Jeff Thomas a little bit shorter. He says the Cardinals will beat the Rams if the Rams flight gets canceled. <laughs> well, they could drive here in five yeah. hours, though, yeah, unfortunately. That's true too. Five, have you ever been out of L.A. in five hours? <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the earth. Michael says, uh, actually, a couple of people responded with similar points. The Cardinals will beat the Rams if the Cardinals defense gets two plus turnovers. A couple of people said three plus turnovers. That's, okay. a lot. that's asking a lot. Three turnovers? And it's been the average. Average for the Rams. How much do they want to comply? All right. This is a question that we put up yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, but we didn't have time to get to it uh, in light of the Robert Sarver selling his share of the Suns and the Mercury News um, and just the discussion about how, what kind of valuation the Suns might be looking at in this selling process. The question is, again, open-ended. If you could own any sports franchise, which franchise would you buy? And what is the innovative thing that you would do as the owner? Ooh. For me, I would, I mean, I would buy the Suns. No, not and surprising. I, and I would let. I've got some good, good news for you, Vinny. Yeah, yeah Vinny, they're for sale. Look, how about that? I don't want to give too much away, but I have made some calls to some people. Yeah? <laughs> You've dusted off the $4 billion in your bank account? Innovation? Yeah, I, yeah, what would you do? Like, What would you do as an owner that would 
You've always wished an owner would I do I would let something. Jarrett Carlin become the no, full-time no. national anthem singer. Well, that, 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 <laughs> only if he sings it in the style of cake, though. That value would plummet, then. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling I all would, that creative uh, or innovative right yeah, now. Yeah, no, w- what okay. I would do, what I would do, and it's obviously much easier said than done, is I would adopt the Augusta National Masters policy and keep the concession stand prices super chill. Mm. Oh. Normal. Just normal pricing on soda, beer, hot dogs, popcorn. All gouging goes out the window. That's, That's what great, I would do. That, the closest thing to that, the D-backs try to do that a little bit. Yep. But that is a great idea, especially like if That's you're... Good. But that not that where they make so much of their money? Oh, yeah. Is in concessions. Right, right. But if you're but, like... But again, it's it's the whole greed factor. When, if you're the, when do you look greed in the face and go, you know what, that's gross. Well, if you're the Bezos-type billionaire and you've got $125 billion and you're buying this more of a status thing mm-hmm. and a competitive thing yeah, than yeah. a money thing, yeah. that'd be great. I mean, if you really wanted to uh, win friends and influence people <laughs> and, and go down reputationally as one of the greatest owners in history, that's how you do it. Yeah, but you don't become a billionaire, first of all, by, by doing, doing things that. I know like that. that. And I it's, know not, that. it's not a vanity play. I mean, it's a business Again, opportunity on, as on, well. On Dan's point, though, the ballpark or arena hot dog, believe me, they could charge a dollar and still make plenty still of make money plenty based on. Uh, right. Would you go the extra mile of. as owner, Bick, and parking? offer a pimento and cheese sandwich? Yeah, I could oh. do that. <laughs> right. could Strawberries do that. and cream, right? Yes, that's right. <laughs> could you imagine if you could just throw in free parking? Oh, free parking now? Yeah, free parking and just chill concession prices. You would be beloved. An altruist, Dan Bickley. Thank you. Wow, Mother Teresa. It's almost becoming yeah. like a charity. <laughs> like owning the team is becoming a charity. Right. Parking, well, parking is not said, often. Vinny, you can't take it with you, and it's true. Mm. Watch me try. Yeah. Don't Watch don't ask. Try. The Pharaoh Hepshepshoot about that. <laughs> Those right, guys did. Let's get to some of our listener responses. If you could own any sports franchise, what would it be and what's the innovative thing you would do as the owner? EWV says, hot take, but hear me out. I'd buy the Lakers and the way I would improve them is moving them to Siberia and trading all of the assets to the Euro Basketball Club. <laughs> Big Lakers fan, I see. Similar similar note from Benjamin Peterson. I would buy the Bears. I would sell the stadium. I would donate all the money to charity and just have the Bears team be the Packers practice opponents. Oh. Ouch. I mean, that's not too far off from reality, though. Ooh. No, this not. one, I would buy the Cardinals and I would ban the term Bird City football in any form and I would fire anyone who came up with it, supported it, approved it, or sat silently allowing it to happen. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> Graphics folks, you're out. Video editors, you're out. That's pretty funny. Mock Z would buy the Yankees <laughs> and have the fans select the nightly lineups via internet voting. You could buy a vote, $1 per. Okay. Like that. Yeah. Uh, and this is the last one I'll read for this uh, this this question. JGM Funkmeister, Buffalo Bills, says those they are the best fans in sports and they should be rewarded. So if the Bills have a particularly strong game, the after game party would be team sponsored in the parking lots. Cheap beer, wings, and beef on Wick. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's um yeah no I know what on that is. Come Wick. Okay. Yeah. With the money going to help the struggling local com- community. That's very nice. Wow. Uh, These fake billionaires, sure, are donating a lot of their money to charity. They're so generous. Absolutely. Uh, Mock My World update. 
favorite judges. Yeah. We drafted favorite judges yesterday in honor of Aaron Judge. Uh, I will be honest. I thought I was going to win this week. Ooh, and I think did the problem is people didn't know who my people were without context. Okay. I, well, Dan that's Bickley. kind of a big problem, isn't yeah, it? Apparently. <laughs> yeah. If only they knew who these people were. 42% of the vote is going to Dan Bickley. Really? Dan Bickley. Back on topic. Wow. Back, we yeah. considered about it, was, it. It was best judges or pe- you know, fake fictional people named Judge. Yes. And we tinkered with the idea of eliminating Aaron Judge, and we didn't. He was available for draft, and that was... That was, was the number one I, that was the right number guess, one pick. Yes. Yeah. Judge uh, Aaron Judge, Judge Reinhold, Judge Wapner, and Judge Dredd for Dan Bickley. The Reinhold Hive came out. Yes. <laughs> I have 33% of the vote. Jarrett, you have 16% of the vote. Vince, you have 10% of the vote. I There's... had six when I checked it yesterday. Oh, hey. So yeah. you're a surgeon. Yeah. There's still about an hour left in voting, but it looks pretty comfy for Dan Bickley right yes, now. Yes, it does. Yeah, Judge Reinhold, man. I forgot about his universal appeal. Yeah. <laughs> The close talker on Seinfeld. Hamilton from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He was in the... Rosewood. The Santa Claus. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Uh, There you go. Thanks, Sarah. Yeah, Uh, thank you. Social Studies every morning at 9 o'clock. At Bickley underscore Murata is where you can participate. Coming up next, the Cardinals will participate, but will they beat the Los Angeles Rams in week three? We'll get into that next. It's Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Friday with Bickley and Murata. Presented by 72 Sold. Get your price. 98.7 FM. Arizona's Sports Station. Yeah, I would say, I mean, they've, they've obviously had our number here for a long time, and um, that's not lost upon us, but we're just trying to improve. Uh, the last two weeks, we had started so slow, and uh, pro penalties last week, and there's a lot that we had folks on us, and we know they're a talented team and defending champs, and, and uh, so it's really been about us improving this week. Best Zeppelin song, Vic? No! Right, this is my favorite. No, that's one and of my favorites. your favorite, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm not a huge connoisseur of their catalog, oh, okay. but I do. Yeah. Oh. yeah. So, you say, oh, by saying okay, oh, it's like, oh, oh that oh, makes sense oh, then. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I no, like, no, no, I get it. I get it. Um, Cliff Kingsbury asked if there's a chip on anyone's Over the hills shoulder. and far, far, far away, by the way. That's my favorite. Okay. Do we have a parody coming up on that next week? Maybe. <laughs> say no. Uh, asked if there was a chip on anyone's shoulder following the uh, wild card loss. Look, there should be. I, I don't think you want to focus on it, but that was one of the more, even though it happened in the postseason, a spot that you earned over the course of the season, that was one of the more embarrassing losses in recent Arizona Cardinals history. Indeed. Because they looked completely unprepared to play. Um, and I hate to go back and revisit the the reaction to that, but... It's very rare that you will see a quarterback who looks as skittish as Kyler Murray looked in that game with the stakes that were in front of them. Now, take that version of Kyler Murray, Mm -hmm. and then in a small sample size, what we saw in the second half, especially on a couple plays, we talked Monday morning, Vic, a lot about, wow, Kyler looked really comfortable. Indeed. And it wasn't like there was, wasn't was 300-pound linemen coming to try to smush him. There were. He just took that opportunity, and it was very reassuring to hear him say, I knew I had to take the game over, and then he performed that way. That might have been a big step forward for Kyler Murray because he did look in complete command. Now, can he... Can he 
duplicate that on a week-to-week basis, yes, the, the conditions of the game will be different, but mm-hmm. man, I, I'm real curious to see what that looks like. He, he looked like there a is, very, very confident quarterback on did. Sunday. He did. There, there is a hope that because the skittishness that we have seen from Kyler Murray in the past wasn't confined to last year's playoff game. It was the game in Los Angeles with the playoff berth on the line when he hurt his ankle and was real reticent to go back in the game and people were like, wait a minute, dude, you're a quarterback, you're an NFL player, your team can make the playoffs here. We're conditioned to watch people do anything, sell out any body part to win that game, and he didn't. There have been other examples where he's been injured, and when he hasn't felt the mobility that he has or the el- elusivity that, that he, he is famously known for, it's affected his play. There is a, a, a hope that getting paid and having guaranteed money in the bank has soothed some of those issues for Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I hope that's true. Well, we, and we speculated upon that too. And when, when on the timing of the whole issue, the statement released by Eric Burkhardt back when it came, it was kind of an odd timing for it. But maybe one of the thought, uh, the, the the thinking behind that was just that that you know he he was uncertain about his future, uh, and you know financially especially. You know, being a smaller NFL quarterback, maybe that's the case. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just a you know a clicking, uh, clicking on of a light switch. You know, with the experience, I don't know. He looked he looked different last week, and I can't wait to see what the next version of Kyler Murray that's, looks like. And and a lot of times the narrative is athlete gets paid big money, big guaranteed money. Now it affects their play in a negative way. It affects how hard they play in a negative way. Maybe with Kyler Murray, it's going to be just the opposite. Mm -hmm. Maybe the fear of, oh my goodness, I could be hurt is, you know, pacified and soothed uh, by the fact that he's got nearly $200 million of guaranteed money in the bank or coming. Maybe, maybe. I, you hope because I think at some point in time, Kyler Murray has got to reconcile the fact that if I want to be the greatest that's ever been and I want to win championships, which he has stated is his goal, then he's going then he by now knows he's going to have to do some things he doesn't want to do. That's a good way to put it. It's it's like the old saying: to find what you need the most, look where, look in the least favorite place you want to look. Look in the scariest place. To find what you need the most. Wow. It's an old Jungian philosophy, which I happen to believe in. But it, it, it's. So you're saying I should figure my life out by going to Tucson? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever suggested yeah. that before. No, it's, it's true. <laughs> and, and I think in the case of Kyler Murray, there's that. It's, you know, there's still things about Kyler Murray that are just so interesting to me. Um, after the game. After that um, unbelievable victory, after Byron Murphy Jr. housed that fumble recovery, Kyler Murray didn't run and celebrate with his teammates. He ran to a guy that I'm assuming was his friend. The interaction certainly looked like a friendly interaction. Like like he went to one guy who who was a really good friend of his that's in the audience, and he went and celebrated with him. And then the team eventually found Kyler, but it was just a different kind of look. And I'm not saying it as a negative. He's a different dude. We, I think, I think we can say that unequivocally. Hey, Justin Pugh didn't celebrate with his team either. He went after a heckler. <laughs> he was trying to beat the. Yeah, that's funny. That's pretty good. So, um, it, what what that did? That ending, man, did that? It would have been so awful here this week if that football team would have not. 
come out of their shell in the second half. Yeah, but we're running the promo, the Burns and Gambo promo, too, where Gambo asked the question, can a win like that propel you to greater things? And I'm paraphrasing, but, I mean, recent experience. The last time there was that improbable of a win, you got to go back to the COVID season in 2020. And it's weird that it happened in a mostly empty stadium, but the the Hale Murray pass to DeAndre Hopkins to beat the Bills. What did that do to the Arizona Cardinals? They did not play well after that. Yeah. Is it happenstance? Maybe, but this is another opportunity to take one of those moments where you really, at certain points of that game, you had no business winning. Yeah. And you found a way to win. This time, capitalize on it. Now, the problem is, the flip side, you've got a Super Bowl champion coming in here that's probably... Uh, put at ease a little bit, thinking, you know, we have not played well. We got blown out on our home field. We had to hang on to win in week two against a mediocre football team. But we got these guys. We we know what they do. We know their personnel. We know their coaching tendencies. I think the Rams come in here a very confident bunch, and you can't blame them for that. Mm-hmm. They own this rivalry with the Cardinals. And McVay yeah. against Kingsbury, again, has been a completely one-sided matchup. Mm-hmm. Does that translate to a win? I think yes. I think the Rams come in here, and I don't I do think they too. play a perfect game, but I think they leave town with a win. You just wonder about you wonder about the the shaky performances of the Rams to date, and whether it's going to make them vulnerable and less swaggy, or whether it's going to sharpen them to the point where they they're at like okay, we got to get we got to get this thing locked down. I'm not sure which one it's going to be. I'm not sure which Cardinal team is going to show up. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals won a shootout. I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals got their doors blown off. Yeah, we were talking, too, about that might need to be the the prescription for the Cardinals to be successful is to put up a ton of yards and a ton of points, and those games haven't unfolded. That I mean, they could have used more points against Kansas City, but we have not seen the explosive nature of this offense either, and I don't know if it arrives this week. I got Rams 27, Cardinals 23. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like a good score. I will say Rams 31, Cardinals 28, I think. Yeah, a little I, bit more high scoring. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Although I'm not real. I, I, am, I, I do think the Rams are going to find a way to win because I do think that the Rams have not really been that good, and they know it. And I, so I don't think they're going to come in here, you know, thinking that this – they're not going to come – Take the field in Arizona the way the Raiders took the field in the second half. Yeah. We got this. We got this. Yeah. Yeah. It's beneficial to the Rams that they almost let it slip against the Falcons. So they know I, not to do that yeah, against the Cardinals. They got that. their own wake-up call. I agree with yeah. that. Have you subscribed to the Bickley Murata podcast? Subscribe right now on your iPhone or Android. You'll never miss any of the show. It's perfect for those people that can't get up at 6 a.m. Uh, it's the Bickley Murata podcast brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Full admission. I go back and listen to the podcast because I don't remember the 6 o'clock hour. Well, Jared should do it because you're sleeping through the 6 o'clock hour. Where's your hand fruit? Our show starts at 6. Sarah, stop breaking the equipment in your little booth there. Um, Great. What happened? I don't know. know Things are falling apart. With the old mic stands, how many times that happens? The mic just fall off in your hand. Uh Engineering, I need some help, please. Hand fruit, she has a hand mic now. (laughs) That's right. Hey, ho, it's hand mic time. Hand Hand mic time. time. Hand mic time. Hey, ho.
and Mike Tyson today. today. Right. Coming up, That's right. Jared Carlin's got the sports kebab next. It's oh, quickly no. Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Welcome back to Bickley and Murata Mornings here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. A very happy Friday, a very happy football Friday to all of you listening. And before we get to Jarrett's, I'm sure, tremendous sports kebab, we're going to go to our website, ArizonaSports.com, to look at today's poll question, guys. Talking Diamondbacks, what should the D-backs do about their bullpen issues in the offseason? Three options here. Try big signings in free agency again. Trade for a premier reliever or rely on prospects and returning players. Uh, that third one's out of the uh, question. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah Returning players, question. that doesn't excite me at all. No. Sorry, I've seen it too many times. But... It's the inexact science of building a bullpen. Just signing Mm -hmm. a premier reliever with a great track record doesn't always work out. There's there's lightning in a bottle to be caught. It's it's a weird thing. What was the other? What was the first choice? Try big signings and free agency what was the second again. Choice? Trade for a premier reliever. <laughs> so free agency yeah. versus. A trade. Well, the, the bringing back one is exciting potentially if they're talking about like prospects coming up, like fireballers in AAA that are going to come in. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's an answer, honestly. No answer. See, this is where they need it. Right. Yeah, they need an undecided button. That's right. That's right. Okay, a vote for the first option mm-hmm. for Dan Bickley. Mm-hmm. Trade for a premier reliever gets 47% of the vote. Try big signings and free agency again gets 28%. 25% say just bring back who you have. Okay. Or the fourth okay. choice could have been lobby Major League Baseball to shorten games to seven innings. <laughs> the Dan Bickley oh, plan. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Just let your starters go. You, you can vote on that now. It's the Sanderson Ford poll question on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Are you joking? 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 It's sports news skewered. The sports kebab. Oh, yeah, go, uh, go ahead, Jerry. I once again forgot about the new open there, and it startled me. <laughs> once again, after it startled me last, last week. week. Yeah, two weeks in a row, it startled me. Oh, this is the sports kebab, guys, and you know, I hate to start on a downer, but I have some bad news. This may be... My final sports kebab. Is that right? Well, af- I don't know. I don't want to... Uh, That's af- what we call in the business a tease. Yeah, because after <laughs> after the show, I have to meet, uh, meet with HR. Apparently, there's some allegations that I've been having an intimate, consensual relationship with a hand fruit. <laughs> oh, boy. We've seen it. What can I say, guys? I love hand fruit. I mean, when I use a peach emoji, I'm talking about actual peaches. <laughs> No, of course, I'm referring to the year-long suspension of Celtics coach Ime Udoka for an inappropriate work relationship. Now, there's so little details, even after a press conference today, that this punishment could either be way too harsh or not harsh enough. It's really confusing because the only evidence we have to go on is scattered reporting from Shams and Woj, rumors spread by NBA Twitter, and a series of leaked inappropriate text messages between Udoka and Adam Levine. (laughs) 
So we'll see what happens because it feels like it's just one scandalous story after another from people in power. They need to vet these people better, right? They need to actually hire and promote people based on merit. I mean, I just read about the worst case of nepotism I've ever seen of someone getting an incredibly powerful job based purely on who they're related to. I think his name was King Charles something or other. I didn't catch the last name, but... Now, did you guys watch any of that royal uh, procession for the Queen's funeral? Some of it. Yeah. Nope. No, you didn't see anyone. It was really incredible. So much pomp and splendor, especially the different outfits of the royal guard. Some had big hats. Some had the extravagant jackets, fur, silk, medals. I haven't seen that many elaborately dressed guards since the NBA draft. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the thing about the royal family. This is the thing I like about them. The younger they are, the balder they are. <laughs> right? I mean, think about this. Kind of, yeah. The, the late Prince Philip had most of his hair when he died. His son Charles has very thinning hair. His son William is completely bald. And his son is Adam Silver. So, <laughs> just get balder and bald. Uh, but yes, uh, speaking of him, it has been a crazy few weeks for NBA commissioner and creature desperately trying to steal the ring of power before Frodo gets to Mordor, <laughs> Adam Silver. Timely. Yes. Hey, there's a Lord of the Rings show on Have you? right now. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, was I haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't. Uh, still, the uh, the fallout from Silver's weird, heavily criticized press conference about Robert Sarver is still going on. Though now it looks like maybe this was all calculated by Silver to give Sarver a one-year suspension and then let his minions handle everything else. And I agree. Because who better to let their minions handle something than someone who looks like Gru? (laughs) (laughs) And it worked! It worked! Following statements from the Players Association, LeBron, CP3, a minority owner, and countless media pressure, Robert Sarver has agreed to sell the Suns. This was a day that many fans never thought they would see. I'm sure you've seen reaction on social media in the Valley. It seems like pure happiness. I have a lifelong Suns fan friend who was out of his mind. I mean, I haven't seen him that delirious since that time he shared that plant with Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) And now we move on and ponder, who will the next owner be? Some of the names are intriguing. Jeff Bezos, who has the money without help. Bob Iger, who has the money with the group. And Brett Favre, who says he can get the money. He just needs to uh, stop by a couple of local welfare houses. And, oh, oh, I'm good for it. I got it. I can get it. Um, but Robert Sarver is not even the only big name to exit the Valley this week. ASU head coach Herm Edwards was let go in the midst of an NCAA investigation and after a bad loss to Eastern Michigan. So the Herm Edwards era is over. And it was not what, what, quite what people hoped. And when Hired, he had that famous speech about being on a train, right? Mm-hmm. Being the train conductor. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately, it turned out that that's, this was true. But the train was that one that was carrying Bruce Willis <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Train. Yeah. Another uh, timely reference. Should, uh, 
It's a good movie. Unbreakable. Unbreakable, yeah. Give it a goog. But it's not all negative news in the Valley because the Cardinals had a miracle comeback win versus the Raiders. They were down 20 nothing at halftime and things looked bleak. I mean, they were getting blown out like they were the breath of Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> but then Kyler Murray took over, running, passing, making magic, and by the end of overtime, people were saying that he looked just like Tom Brady. Wow. That's yeah, amazing because even Tom Brady doesn't look like Tom Brady anymore, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> but I agree in conclusion that Murray has been very Tom Brady-like this season, right? Professional, clutch, and like Brady, he also hasn't talked to Giselle Brunchen lately. Oh. Ouch. Dang. No, no, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, Tom Brady. <laughs> You no, had a hard I'm life. I'm here for it. Yeah, no, it's all good. Uh, Jared, going back to one of your earlier references in the kebab, when it comes to you and your hand fruit, I speak for all of us when I say, get a room! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm surprised that you went air blown out like Timmy Trumpet instead of bean night. Well, I didn't want to. <laughs> right. I was waiting for another bean night. That could have been one of those alternate punchline yes. situations. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. <laughs> bean night. <laughs> you, I, I, I did. A, I have one more alternate punchline for oh. the uh, this, um, uh, they say that Kyler Murray looked just like Tom Brady. Mm. Said Murray, no, no, I just haven't eaten today. That's- <laughs> 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 Good job, Jared. With, uh, Jared Carlin every Friday at 930. You can follow him on Twitter at Jared GC. Just don't expect him to follow you back. Uh, there's your Carlin word. 100, although <laughs> Tom Hanks hasn't tweeted in two years. Oh, kick him I out. think he's going to be replaced in the Carlin 100, so oh. send your applications out there. I follow all three of you already, so. Yeah. I just, I just a bag. I, I'm very encouraged by the fact that our producer of our sports talk radio show only follows 100 people. No, on but Twitter. we follow like 700 people on the show account, and that's what I really matters. Uh, coming up next, some final thoughts heading you off into the weekend. Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Bickley and Murata, Song of the Day. At the starting line, engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver. Come on, Jared, get it. Do your song. Few burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour. I don't remember any of the lyrics. <laughs> what do you think about cake, guys? The band. Cake. I like it more than pie. I know. Um, they're very specific. I like a lot of their songs. Very, a very unique sounding band. Yeah, there's not a. There's not a they don't sound like anybody else. I pass. I'll give them that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You just say you no. say no to cake. No like. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's on a diet. Okay. I just like this line. He's going for speed. She's all alone. Yeah, in case you missed it, uh, Jarrett uh, parodied this song. His tribute to Kyler Murray and the 22nd two-point conversion. I'm sure that'll be posted on uh, Twitter and on the website. Mm-hmm. After the show, but uh, yeah, The Distance by Cake, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid.
brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Daily Dose of Vinny Joe trivia for you. Uh, Aaron Judge goes into the weekend still in pursuit of the 62nd home run, uh, 61st and 62nd home run, which would break the American League record and the Yankees franchise record. Right now, he's got 218 career home runs, which I thought his number would be higher, but I was wrong. Uh, my que- uh, the question today is, can you name the player who shares Aaron Judge's initials, A.J., with the most career home runs? Adam Jones. No, you're close. Andrew Jones. Andrew Jones. Oh, like 430 that's what, yeah, that's a good one. 434 career that's what home I, runs. I meant Andrew Jones. That's what I meant. Adam appreciates the shadow. That's a bro. good name. He had a, a very good function. <laughs> AJ Dewey. AJ Pollock. AJ's fine food and <laughs> Delicious. AJ Bayless. Remember, anybody remember that grocery store? No? Don't. Nope. Wow. There was another grocery store named AJ? Yeah. Hmm. AJ Foy. It was the same ownership group, I think. But yeah. okay. Um, I have to give credit to where credit is due to uh, the tweet of the day yesterday. Went to former NFL quarterback Sage Rosenfels. Did you see this? Yes. Sage Rosenfels tweeted, Since retirement, I have been lucky to avoid stealing millions of dollars from the poorest people in my state. Oh, well done. And followed it up by saying, Of course, this is partially because I had already stolen millions from the richest people in our country. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well Meanwhile, Trayvon Mullen expected to play Rondale Moore out. Trey McBride will be active. Ezekiel Turner out, too. It's a little special team for the Cardinals. I'm glad you said Trey McBride active and not expected to play. Right. <laughs> You'll right. have a uniform. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. Uh, thanks to our guest today, Gilbert Manzano, Sean Aguano. Enjoy the football weekend. We'll be back on Monday morning for Big Red Monday. Wolf and Luke, I'm sorry, Wolf and Luke are up next here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. We leave you with this. If you're a only well done, Diddy. If you're a dragon, not only could you catch prey, you could also cook it. Yes. And there's always a chance you'll get adopted by the Gambadoro family. <laughs> That's right. You're going to be living on Lake Cuomo. You're going to be the only dragon in Italy. you be ridden by Gambo. That's a good upper class lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> you stop, Sarah, right in her trap. Yeah. Sarah fell out of her chair. Wow. You are the king of juvenility, Jared. Oh, that's why. Not an actual sports reason. Something about Jared Carlin. Shocking. The fuzz is flying back there. <laughs> that's yeah. Jared's hair. I'm not what they call a morning person. Are you a lunch person? Are you a dinner person? No, I'm not much of a person. I'll give you whip. You want whip? You want that whip? You want some whip? Judge Wapner. More 12 personnel. Right. <laughs> He's got a thick base. Let's get it on. Now Tyler, you're going to have to do this all by yourself because there's nobody on this team that's any good. You'll never get this. You'll never get <laughs> 
at this. La, 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 la. Uh, it's dynamite. Dad, was, can we go to Blaster Jacks this weekend? What would you say you do here? I deal with the engineers. <laughs> I'm a people person. <laughs> what is wrong with you people? It's not easy being sleazy. Hey, hey I tell you. In the face. Yeah, yeah, fire. It's a pretty good pick, dumbass. I ain't sitting in the bleachers, baby. Beat. You want me to stand up for three hours, I tell you, baby, I don't have my compression socks with me today. Big easy. There ain't nothing easy about this. Can't wait to hear you destroy him tomorrow. <laughs> you guys better not go soft on them. Love that guy. Yeah, love that Jay guy. Freaking Crowder. Um, 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 m- m- Mr. Gambino. Mr. Gambino. What, what is a youth? <laughs> Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. Now you're in and huh. don't it feel good? Can you no. pick it? Yes, you can. Can you pick it? Man, is he good. <laughs> la, 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 la. By the way, you're good looking. What's that like? I'm on the record as having two butt cheeks. Feel the hands of 100 of your ancestors. Googleable. I'm right. an idiot. Love hearing from your stepdaddy. <laughs> George. I almost became an Archie Bradley song. Oh, boy. Hey, dumbass. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> Sorry, Captain Hanfruit. L.A.? Right. Shallow? This is not the bird city that I grew up with. I fear that this show has just devolved into an effort to get into the montage. Don't write that down for the montage, Jarrett. Yeah, come on, Jarrett. Put that pen down.